Parenting sucks sometimes. It's not like you see on TV. It's not like you see on Pinterest. And it's not what the perfect Facebook moms try to make it seem. Kids are loud. Kids break things. Kids always make messes. On Kids for Sale, we explore the reality of being parents. The parts that aren't fun. The parts that nobody wants to admit to each other. Because being a parent is hard. And sometimes the only thing that makes it easier is hearing how bad it sucks for someone else. So join us on Kids for Sale every other Friday on the Journey into Comics Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Podcastrophy, episode 43. I am your host, Dick. Tyler is yet again not here. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a rough two weeks without him. Uh, this last Saturday was his last day at Subaru, and, you know, it was it was very uh, it was very sad. It, it bummed me out. I was, I was almost, I was almost uh, completely defeated that day because uh, I was told that I was going to be working on another team, so I'm like, fuck uh i don't get to work with my best friend on his last day here so but about an hour or so into it uh whoever i was filling in for actually showed up and came in so i got to go back to my team and work with tyler uh one last time and uh yeah it was a good day it was it was a, it was a decent day we went to good old dt kirby's couple people from the team afterwards and uh it was it was a good time uh miranda and i came we brought the kids and yeah so i don't really have much to sit, talk about today uh we got a lot coming up this weekend with uh LafiCon, so this is really just gonna be a brief like fill you guys in type episode uh, i have a few things i want to talk about but for the most part it's just gonna be yeah, talk, telling you guys about LaFiCon and what to what to expect, what to bring. Uh, yeah, LaFiCon. It's this Saturday, June 29th. Actually, no, June 29th is Friday. Let, let me check. Yeah, June 29th is Friday. It is a Saturday, June 30th, and this Sunday, July 1st. So uh, go down to Carnahan Hall and have a blast at LaFiCon. The Journey into Comics crew will be uh, hosting uh, its 200th episode live there, along with uh, several other panels, including, uh, what was his name? I, I can't remember his name. 
but had Jonathan Tyler, Christopher Tyler. Yeah, I think that's his name. Uh, he was awesome last year. They, they did a panel. They did two panels with him last year and he was just a blast to listen to. So please go down, check it out. I can't remember what the pricing is for the, for getting in, but you know, come, come on down, check out some, uh, geeky shit. Watch us, uh, make asses of ourselves on stage and, you know, come hang out with us. Uh, a lot of the journey into comics crew will be there. Um, uh, Nick Maxson, he's going to be uh, working there too uh, from Bruise with Dudes. Um, he, I believe he's also running the game room. There's going to be a Smash Bros. tournament, uh, several other video games, and uh, Settlers of Catan. Uh, lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Um, yeah, so Saturday, Sunday, June 30th, July 1st. Check out LafiCon uh, down at Carnahan Hall. Um... So, this weekend, I went and saw Incredibles 2 with the girlfriend and her kids. It was an excellent, excellent uh, sequel to the first. I mean, it's been, I think, 15, 16 years since the first Incredibles. Uh, I'm not going to go into spoiler details because, you know, I don't have anybody here to talk about it with. So, uh, I'm just going to say, hey, it was an excellent sequel. Uh, I had a blast watching it. It was it was really cool to... Uh, see those characters again from my childhood. And, uh, the only thing I noticed that the only thing that was really weird was, uh, they, they changed the actor, the, the child actor for uh, dash, which I mean, makes sense. I mean, it's been like 15, 16 years since that. I mean, that, that kid's obviously grown up and more than likely has a way different voice. So obviously they had to change actors. Um, had to get me a drink from my four fifty North, Raspberry passion fruit Slurpee. Uh, it's my last one. I don't have any. I, I had to drink it. It's it's been a while. I've had this one for a while. Figured I'd get it out of the way for tonight. Um, yeah, Incredibles two, excellent movie. We brought the kids and they were quiet the whole movie. Uh, really, honestly, surprised me because they're they they like to talk and they they like to uh, they like to talk and ask questions and. They, they don't sit still for very long. So I, it really shocked me that they were still and watched the movie the whole time. And there were other kids in the theater, including, and some people even brought their babies, which, for the love of fuck, don't bring your fucking baby to a movie. Like, what is the point? What, like, find a babysitter or don't go to the movie if you can't find a babysitter. Like, you are ruining others other people's experience just there's no there's no place for a baby in a movie theater you you can't control them the, the, a baby is it, it's an agent of chaos and <laughs> that's episode title I'm, I'm calling it right now baby is agent of chaos but so but there were other kids you know they were talking here and there but it wasn't bad um uh, like i said miranda's kids they they sat still. They were quiet the whole time. It was great, uh, and I got to enjoy the movie. You know, I mean, not that I wouldn't have if they had talked. Like they're kids, it's gonna happen, and it's a kids movie. So uh, everyone was everyone was really excited to see it. So I'm I'm glad I got to see it. I'm glad that the the kids the kids had already seen it apparently. Uh, but I, yeah, like, like I said, I was glad I got to see it. I was glad Miranda got to see it with me. It was it was a good time. And we left there, and the kids were ready to pass out. So 
easy night. <laughs> easy night indeed. Uh, moving on. <clears throat> so Monday night, Miranda and I had the night to ourselves. And we went and saw a little uh, Jurassic World. The Fallen Kingdom. Or I don't know if there's a the in that. But Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Uh, and once again... I'm not going to get into spoiler territory, so I'm just going to give you like a quick, like what I think of it. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm guessing since Tyler already seen it, he saw it before me. Uh, so we're probably going to discuss it next week when he returns and we are in a new house, new studio, uh, new setting. We have, it, it's, it's going to be better. It's going to be way better. Um, Jurassic World, <laughs> my son, Austin T. Welch, who I had to trick to be on the show, uh, also needs to come back to Indiana to be on the show again in a real a real show, not just playing Cards Against Humanity. But uh, he comments on the live feed, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, was hot garbage. I wouldn't say it was garbage. I enjoyed it. But at the same time, I don't know how I feel about it. I really don't know how I feel about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. It had a lot of cool moments. Uh, and it had a lot of moments that just... I didn't know. And it just... I saw it coming with the first movie, Jurassic World. I saw it coming. They were trying to turn this beloved franchise from Jurassic Park. And like the first three films, while truly like fans can say uh, unanimously, the first one is perfect. It's amazing. It's great. Uh, second and third one, fans kind of started getting divided not as good. Obviously, most sequels aren't as good. It, it happens. The third, obviously, being the worst. And looking back, like, I loved it as a, as a kid. I was in fifth grade when the third movie came out. So, like, as a kid, I was like, fuck yeah, dinosaurs! But looking back, I'm like, ah, it's not as good as I thought. Because, and, and it was it was a trend that I was starting, like, look once I started watching these as an adult, uh, looking back and so the trend starts Jurassic Park 3 and it moves on to Jurassic World all way like 15 years later yeah there's a good 15 years in between movies and so Jurassic World it still had it, it while it held a lot of the same grandeur and um it made me feel like a little kid again watching that movie uh, I was I was geeking out hardcore the entire time, and it was, it was so fantastic. I love Jurassic World, but I saw the trend. They are turning this franchise into action blockbusters, summer action blockbusters, and I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Uh, it's just, it's not meant to be that. I mean, I can see maybe th action thriller or thriller blockbuster. It... it those movies aren't meant to have those cheesy fucking like moments. Not that there's anything wrong with cheesy moments, but they just, I don't see them really belonging in Jurassic park. 
in that in that universe. Uh, like that entire end sequence to Jurassic World, complete, complete. I mean, even at the time of watching it initially in the theater, uh, it completely ruined basically that entire movie for me. You have all these. You have the the final showdown with the Indominus Rex, which the Indominus Rex was fucking badass. It was really cool for them to um, to bring in like a hybrid type creature. And oh man, Austin Welch says Jurassic World Two was plagued by a super predictable story. Yes, and Scooby Doo villains also very yes. Uh, I mm, I'll get there. I'll get there. So back to the end sequence of Jurassic World one, they're, they're going, they're, they're fighting like the, the Velociraptors are fighting the Endom, and then the Endom is like, Nope, fuck you. I'm way bigger and really powerful. And you're, you're just no match. So what? So, and then it, it pans to the little kid and he's like counting on his fingers inside a toy booth, like a gift shop toy booth. And I was like, what? What? What is he? What is this kid doing? And why is he just in this toy booth instead of trying to escape from the distracted Indominus Rex? Like, they were all just sitting there. That's another problem I have uh, that continues throughout that entire scene. Uh, but he starts counting and he's like, more teeth. Shut the fuck up, little kid. You shouldn't have lines at all. Anyway. So he says, more teeth. We need more teeth. And what is Claire, played by uh, Dallas Bryce Howard? I think I got that name right. Anyway, she's like, <gasps> goes to the, the T-Rex paddock and open, has uh, Jake, whatever his fucking last name, awesome dude, very funny guy, uh, loved his character in the first movie. Uh, he, however, was very absent in the second movie and that bummed me out, but she, she's like, open the door, open the gate. And she lights a flare, which is a huge callback to the first movie, which is shown in the trailers. It's a big selling point for in the trailers. And keep in mind, she also has high heels on. She is in heels and it had, it had shown her in previous scenes running in those heels. She is very capable of running in them. Uh, and all of a sudden, this T-Rex just comes out of the shadows, out of the darkness, towards the camera, towards her. And she just basically makes it chase her. T-Rexes can, I mean, they're big creatures. They were very large creatures, but they clocked, the in the very first movie, they, they said they clocked a T-Rex going um, at 30 miles an hour or something like that. And I'm sorry, but... A, a female, not okay, just a human being, not just a female, just a human being, um, more than likely a female if wearing heels. Um, they're, they're not gonna be able to run 30 miles an hour, they're not gonna be able to escape this T Rex. Um, this T Rex that was very fascinated and aggressive towards a flare, and so they're going and they're going. She, she leads this T Rex to the Indominus Rex. And the Indominus, and then throws the flare onto the Indom, and the the, the T Rex starts attacking. They they start fighting, and meanwhile she's stuck in the middle and miraculously doesn't get crushed by any of their movement whatsoever. 
just miraculously. Meanwhile, um, Chris Pratt and kids are all still in the toy booth. <laughs> They're all still in the toy booth. Tyler is now watching the show. Welcome, Tyler, to the chat. Um, but so they're just fighting. And like I said, these they're, they're all just still there instead of, you know, escaping. Like, ugh, I know it adds to the drama. It adds to the suspense and movies. Hashtag movies. Got to keep the audience entertained. But at what point do you sacrifice common sense and or how much common sense and you know intelligence do you sacrifice for entertainment because you know there are people out there that actually enjoy you know in intelligent scenes intelligently played out scenes and acting and all that and you just don't get that with this scene uh you move forward and like the the endom seemingly kills or incapacitates the t-rex and you're like oh shit all hope is gone all hope is lost what do we do now the the indominus rex is going to kill the human uh protagonists and um out of nowhere here comes blue the hero velociraptor that chris pratt has trained since birth and uh, distracts the Indominus Rex just enough for the T-Rex to rally. And, you know, they all team up and it's the, it's just the cheesiest team up ever of dinosaurs just gangbanging an, of another dinosaur until, and, and as soon as, as soon as it started bat, they started backing them up to the, uh, the water. I was like, I swear to fucking God. If they do what they're what I think they're about to do, I I am done. <laughs> and sure enough, the the Indom is just like squaring up, staring at them, and out of nowhere, just before it attacks, just before it lunges forward to attack, the fucking Mosasaurus just pops on out and fucking eats the Indominus. Like and just drags it into the water. It's like Come on. Jurassic Park is better than this. Jurassic Park is better than this. You guys were so good. This movie was so good up until this fucking scene. And it makes me so angry because the movie was just so excellent and heartwarming. And it, it bring it brought so many feelings and, and uh, memories back from the first uh, at least the first movie, maybe the first three movies. I don't, I, I enjoyed all three movies, even as an adult, knowing that the second and third aren't as good, but I still enjoy those movies. And they just, this whole scene just tears it all apart, making it an action flick. And I, Jurassic Park does not need to be a, an action flick. So all that shit that I just said, Let's move forward to Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. This movie is through and through a goddamn action flick. It's a Hollywood action flick. And I don't like it. As Austin said, it had fucking a, predict a super predictable story. Okay. Which was given away mostly in the trailer. 
Like in the trailer, you're like, oh, the first trailer, like, oh, the, the island's blowing up. We got to go save the dinosaurs. Come on. Come on, Chris Pratt. He's like, no, I'm not going to go. Fuck those dinosaurs. And then they're like, you got, but blue's there. Don't you love blue? Ah. Um, oh, yes, that's another thing. Tyler, thank you for mentioning this. Uh, Tyler ch- pops up in the chat and says, but the CEO, Mr. Maserani, Miserani, whatever the fuck his last name is, uh, the CEO flying a slap-together attack helicopter didn't bother you? Yes, that absolutely bothered me. Because it's just, it, and it's just another cheesy scene that the movie did not need. Um, Jurassic Park deserves better than this, and that this is what we got. We got, we got, oh, your, your instructor, he's, he's unavailable right now. He must have went with the rest of the... Um, the rest of the people as they were trying to evacuate he's like it's okay we don't need him we have me this and and he's like not even certified to fly yet like he has so many hours left to fly of flying time before he's certified and has his license and he he is gonna he is gonna pilot this attack helicopter that they just slapped a minigun on to go take out the indominus rex and he's like we don't need him. We have me or we, I think the line exactly was we have a pilot. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Stop. That was, that was like one of my first signs. If I remember right, that this movie was going downhill and going downhill very fast. Uh, like I said, the Indominus Rex was just beautiful and very, I loved how intelligent it was. I loved that they used, uh, they use several different species, not just Velociraptor and T-Rex, but the base genome was a T-Rex. And it, it was very obvious that the, that it was, had Velociraptor in it because it was just, it was just too smart. And that was one thing that they throw at you in every single Jurassic Park movie is that Velociraptors are fucking smart. So yeah, that's, that's that. I hated that attack helicopter scene. Thank you, Tyler, for reminding me. Uh, yeah, man. Back to Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom. Uh, so, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Uh, once again, they're, they're go- you, the first trailer drops. You think they're going there to save the animal, the, the dinosaurs, because they're the last. They're, they're de-extinct. And they're de-extinct, meaning... If those dinosaurs go, they are re-extinct. Uh, what's up, Nate Phillips, Pod Daddy in the his house? Uh, thank you for joining. Uh, so th- you think, okay, th- this movie is just going to be them going to the island and saving, saving the dinosaurs, and then another trailer drops. We go see Infinity War. Tyler and I go see Infinity War in theaters, and we get a new. Um, we get a new trailer for Fallen Kingdom, and it starts out basically the same, but out of nowhere, you start seeing betrayals, and you're like, oh, god damn it!" <laughs> and then sure enough, it ends up back on mainland, and it's a parallel to uh, the Lost World Jurassic Park. And uh, you just see it, and then you, they're like, oh, we made a new dinosaur. I'm like, dude, god I wanted to just yell the entire trailer, uh, but like I didn't want to ruin other people's movie experience. But I just I remember telling Tyler 
almost immediately after the movie without even discussing Avengers Infinity War. I discussed the trailer that came before it, which was Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom trailer number two. And I was like, they just fucking ruined the entire plot of the movie with one trailer. And sure enough, I watched the movie. They did ruin the entire plot of the movie with one trailer. Ugh. Uh, so we get a new, a new species created from the the remains of the Indominus Rex and a Velociraptor, and they and they they hinted at it in the first movie. The uh, good old Hoskins, um, he says to Chris Pratt's character, he says, um, and he looks at the Indominus Rex, and yeah, Indominus Rex, and says, "Imagine this thing a quarter the size." or half the size, whatever he said. Imagine this thing a quarter of the size in the field. Sure enough, that's exactly what they do in the second movie. They make this thing called the Indoraptor. Uh, that's not that's not spoiler. That's, that's all in the trailer. Um, and the Indoraptor was cool. Uh, it was very... It was very raptory. Bryce Dallas Howard. I called her Dallas Bryce Howard earlier. Thank you, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> Austin says, at one point towards the end of the movie, I sighed so loud that everyone turned and looked at me. <laughs> uh, Alex Taylor, thank you for joining and watching, um, says, I'm so disappointed. I haven't even seen it yet, and I want it to be good. I want it to be good, do, good, do badly. I want it to be good. Do badly. Life isn't fair. I don't know what you're trying to say at the end there, but I read it, so now people know. <laughs> but no, I'm not saying don't go see it. I'm not saying don't go see it. Go see it. Form your own opinion. Um, but be prepared because it's – oh, you want it to be good so badly. Okay, thank you. She wanted it to be good so badly. Uh, no, go see it. Like there's enough there that you can enjoy the movie. Uh, and I'm just, <laughs> she says stupid fucking autocorrect. Yeah, it happens. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's worth a watch and, um, it's just, it's super predictable. And I, while I like the movie, I have my, I have my qualms and I really don't know how I feel about it. And I really, I don't want I don't want them to keep doing this bullshit to Jurassic World. I want it to be over if they're just going to keep doing this. But we know that's not going to be a thing cuz Chris Pratt makes a lot of money. Chris Pratt makes studios a lot of money. Dra the 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 name Jurassic Park/World makes studios a lot of money. Uh so it's the 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 brand is just too powerful to stop making movies. <laughs> Go for it, Alex. I fucked the shit out of Chris Pratt. I certainly did. I bet Miranda did too. I don't blame her. I'm, I'm pretty sure Tyler did. I would not be surprised. Chris Pratt is fucking beautiful. Um, but yeah, so once again, <laughs> Tyler says we got to see a car Carnotaurus and Allosaurus, though, and that made my heart happy. I wanted, I really wish, because that was, uh, 
spoiler, um, you see an Allosaurus and it's just a juvenile. It's, it's, it's a smaller Allosaurus and, oh man, it was cool. I really wanted to see like a full size Allosaurus. So Allosauruses are, were badass dinosaurs, supposedly, allegedly. Um, so yeah, go see, go see Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, um, form your own opinion. Maybe you like it. Maybe you don't, but I mean, you're getting story and you're getting content. And I think that's important because there was a lot of stuff that connects to the original movies. And there was a lot of stuff like And you get background information that, uh, makes you, uh, it makes you understand what went into the original park. And I think that was really cool. Uh, I thought that was really, really fucking cool. Uh, there's also a, a big twist that, uh, I, didn't see coming and it's it's very unimportant to the overall story and movie i think but it's still really cool at the same time uh but yeah go see it worth a watch if you have movie pass you don't even have to spend money i i highly recommend movie pass because like i said you go see a movie that you don't like cool you didn't spend any money on it except for like the 10 bucks a month or however much it is now so moving on uh, rest repose. I have some rest repose news. Uh, I went and saw them a couple weeks ago in Berwyn, Illinois, basically Chicago. And it was a fun time. It was a really good time. Um, shortly after that, I guess, uh, their singer Tanner started experiencing like, uh, vocal troubles. He, uh, he thought he had laryngitis or something and ended up, uh, he, he took care, he did his best to take care of it. Uh, finally almost got his, he, he was singing at lower octaves. And I noticed that, I noticed that in our set, he was singing, uh, the first half of the set, he was singing certain parts in lower octaves, uh, which is pretty normal if you're trying to take care of your voice and go for the long game. But, uh, well, yeah, Monday night he posted a live video on, um, Instagram and I watched it. It was, it was kind of lengthy, um, but he was he was recording from home basically saying hey uh i'm no longer on the tour and he went and saw a doctor and the doctor basically just told him hey you just had a cold <laughs> that that was all that was wrong but i guess uh the guys in rest repose sent him home and uh they weren't they weren't happy with his performance and they sent him home uh, and so he was very, he was very upset, very distraught in the video, uh, several times. So you could see his eyes watering and it was, it was a very emotional video basically saying, uh, all of this because I had a cold and, uh, so next day or so I, yeah, it was, cause this is Wednesday, uh, next day, yesterday, they, I'm going to pull it up, uh, they uh, released a statement and let me see if I can find the post. Um, yeah, they released a statement in which they, they didn't want to, uh, ah, it's so, it's so weird talking and trying to control all this shit at the same time. It's so much better when I have a partner. I need you, Tyler. I need you so much. Help me, Tyler McLaughlin. You're my only hope. 
Um, anyway, so they released a statement, and he's like, and before I read the statement, um, Tanner said he doesn't know if he is still in the band or not, and this basically answered that question. It said, Rest Repose posted yesterday at 12.58 p.m., we would like to address something that happened while on tour before rumors begin to spread. We would like to avoid as much drama as possible, and it is not our intention to talk bad of anyone. Some of you may already know that we, as a band, decided to part ways with our singer, Tanner. This decision was not based on one night, one week, one month, etc. It was a culmination of things over the last year that came to a head on the road. Tanner is a good singer, but just being a good singer doesn't always cut it. In this group, we found that he is not the right frontman for us. There were issues we had with his smoking and drinking hurting his voice, overall lack of care for his instrument, and promises that were made to us as a band that he did not keep. There are other reasons as well, however, we feel they do not need to be said out of respect for Tanner. We will be finishing our tour with Tony stepping up as vocalist. Tony's their bass player right now. Uh, Tony stepping up as vocalist. Along with help from our good friend Austin Dickey, Brian Butcher and the home team, and Lee Mintz from Drusif Stalin's band. We wish Tanner the best of luck in his future endeavors, but as far as this band is concerned, this is where we part ways. As we said, it is not our intention to talk bad of Tanner or start any type of drama battle. We hope he only goes upward from here. We look forward to solidifying a new frontman and writing new music when we get home from tour. In the meantime, come out to one of our to one of our remaining shows on tour and see a very special performance we've all worked very hard on to keep to keep this tour rolling for you all. So yeah, that's that bummed me out quite a bit, um, and because I I really enjoy. I really enjoy Tanner as a frontman. I really enjoy his voice. I enjoy his lyrics. Um, their previous, their previous guy, Vince, he was really good, but he just wasn't. One, I mean, it, okay, so he was really good, and I don't know what happened there with him, but uh, once I heard Tanner, it was over. I knew like that was the guy. That was the guy I wanted in this band and I was very happy that he was in this band. I loved like I said, I loved his lyrics, I loved his voice. I loved the music that they were putting out with him. And uh so when they when they released their CD, I loved that fucking CD. It was my favorite CD from 2017. Uh a close second being the send in the sentence from Trivium. And so it really bums me out to see him not no longer in the band. Uh I really hope he comes out with he gets off his feet or gets back on his feet and uh makes something new. And I want to be there when he does because I think it's going to be great. Uh, it sucks. It sucks that happened to him, you know, and he he clearly is he's I think he whatever he did wrong or I think he's going I think he learned his lesson. Hopefully, and I hope he uses this experience to uh, only go forward. Uh, he's made a fan of me, so I'll I'll keep following him and and his endeavors. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of Jared Dines and uh, Ryan Fluff Bruce, so I'm going to keep following Rust Repose because uh, the music that they create is just it's astounding, <laughs> and uh, I just I really enjoy. Uh, Ryan Bruce's guitar playing like he's just a riff machine 
it's it's not all super solo-y and it's it's just badass riffage i really enjoy that so i'm just gonna keep i'm gonna keep following them hopefully their next singer is excellent too uh singers can be pretty make or break for me and uh, i think i think that goes for a lot of people who um typically a lot of people who don't play instruments tend to focus on the singer the front man <clears throat> excuse me uh and because that's that's the human aspect of it that that is that is where uh people connect is through lyrics and singing so hopefully it's good <laughs> that's all i that's all i could really say about that hopefully it's hopefully it's good i hope it is so bad because i don't want to stop listening to them because of the vocals because the music is so badass but i have a hard time listening to music where i don't enjoy the vocals no matter how badass the music is if i don't enjoy the vocals i'm probably not gonna listen so yeah good luck to tanner uh, I've actually reached out to him before on his Instagram and mentioned something about being on this show. So hopefully uh, we can get him on the show at some point and maybe he can talk about all this in um, in a positive light. I, I would never want him to trash the guys. I would never want – if I had them on there, I wouldn't want them to trash him. Um, I, I just want to know the story. I just want to know the story. Ugh. But moving onward, I don't really have much else to say. Um, here coming up, we have we're gonna have some changes. We're gonna be move like next week. We are moving our stream, our live stream, to next Tuesday, probably roughly around five thirty again. Um, yeah, it's and we're gonna be in a new house, new studio. I'm gonna work very hard to uh, Monday. We're moving into the house. <clears throat> And Tuesday, I'm gonna have to work my ass off to get the studio set up so that we can use it. <laughs> uh, and then, so moving into new house, new studio, recording space. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be an adventure because I'm going to be living with a new roommate, uh, Mr. Joe, former guest for two straight episodes. Uh, I've known him for about six years now. I've known him as long as I've been at Subaru. Uh, and I'm also moving in with Miranda. She is moving in with me and her kids. Uh, so that's going to be an experience. It's been a long time since I've lived with a girlfriend, but I've always, I've had good experiences living with girlfriends. Uh, despite it not working out with them, uh, <clears throat> it wasn't because I lived with them. I, I had no issue. I'm very easy to get along with. And, you know, girlfriends... I don't really count them as roommates. So, cause you have a whole different level of connection and uh, a whole, a whole different bond and communication when you have uh, a significant other that you live with. Like you just work together on a whole different level than say, if you live with a friend where you have to you sometimes get to a point where you feel like you have to walk on eggshells with them. Uh, and that, that's never fun. You, you, I mean, unless you're like super fucking upfront and uh, assertive, which I am not always. <clears throat> I have a hard time. Anxiety sometimes gets the best of me, and I have a, I have a hard time communicating um, things that I feel are uh, 
wrong, things that I feel need to get done around the house. I I, I tiptoe around being like, hey, should, should, could you could you do those dishes? Like they've been sitting there for two weeks. Can you do those dishes? I have a hard time saying that because you know it's 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 a it's a very low form of confrontation and so it's it's just easier to just it's easier to let it go and not say anything than and, and just and let them sit there and it not get done and then bitch about it to to somebody else like it's so much easier to do that and then nothing gets done nothing gets accomplished it sucks but sometimes some people are like that i'm like that and it sucks but uh, hopefully I get better about that. Who knows? Um, yeah, we got, got a lot of changes to the show. Hopefully going to be on next Tuesday. That is the goal. Uh, we will keep you updated. Live stream will be here. Uh, we have, we are upgrading our production value with the live stream. We, uh, ordered some new lights and they just came in today. I can't wait to set them up and, see how they change, how they change the video quality. Uh, um, Tyler may or may not have a new microphone by then. So we'll see. Uh, we're going to have, we're going to have a futon <laughs> for guests to sit on. Uh, still no table, still no table. Sorry, Aaron Sperling, no table. Uh, we, that's just not how we do on podcastrophy. We don't need tables. And uh, Mr. Joey Mullins, uh, I'm guessing some relation to Bobby Mullins of Nerds of the Roundtable podcast uh, that for some reason thinks this is Nerds of the Roundtable podcast or whatever the name of his podcast is. Uh, This is not Nerds of the Roundtable podcast. I just share this to the Nerds of the Roundtable group uh, that is fairly local with people from Lafayette, Indiana. And uh, somehow I get confused with the Nerds of the Roundtable podcast. It's – we're – no – uh, so yes, Tyler will be back and yet yeah, his shoes will more than likely be off and you'll see his, you'll see his feet on camera. Enjoy. I, I don't, I don't know what else to say about that. Like, <laughs> uh, we, we had some, Hey, Ben Wagner. I don't know who you are, but thank you for the compliment. Uh, he said six stash, my dude. Uh, yeah, this is just a preview. Uh, if you really want to see what this stash this uh, this handlebar is all about. Come to LaFiCon, Carnahan Hall, Saturday and Sunday, June thirtieth and July first, and you'll see you'll see what I'm doing with this thing. It's gonna be fun. I said I, I talked about it earlier. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a blast. It's gonna be the best. So come on down. I can't remember I can't remember the prices, but you know it's it's not it's not gonna break you. It's gonna be cheap. I'm pretty sure kids are free. Yeah, uh, we're also Tyler and I have also been uh, toying around with the idea of separating uh, the audio podcast from the live stream and just doing two separate things. Uh, the live stream just being more fun, and I mean we're gonna record both, but um, the live stream just being more fun and uh, hanging out with the fans, uh, while the audio podcast will just record whenever, and you get that every Thursday on the Journey into Comics Network. Uh, subscribe to Journey into Comics on Podbean, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, all that shit. And you get several other podcasts like 
uh, Brews with Dudes every Saturday, Journey into Comics every Monday, Poor Poor every Tuesday, uh, alternating uh, foodies watching movie, foodies watching movies, and adulting ain't easy every Wednesday. They they alternate every other week. Um, you get me on Podcastrophy, me and Tyler every Thursday, and then every Friday alternating is the Voice of Survival and Kids for Sale. Kids for Sale and Adulting Ain't Easy, both brand new podcasts on the network, both fantastic. You get to and they're kind of similar in their own ways, but just dealing with different aspects of life. But um, they're both excellent shows. Uh, and I, I highly encourage you guys to listen to both of those shows. Uh, this week, you heard the bumper for uh, adulting or <laughs> kids for sale. And if you're listening, that comes on tomorrow, Friday, June 29th. <laughs> I got it right this time. Uh, so that, that comes on tomorrow if you're listening, Friday if you're watching. Uh, yeah, I think that'll, that'll just about do it. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys for watching and commenting. Uh, please tune in every, probably from now on, every Tuesday around 5.30 for the live stream. Comment, chat, we'll, we'll respond. Uh, but if you're listening, every Thursday, that, that remains the same. Uh, uh, we now have a donate. We have a way for you guys to donate directly to us. So whatever amount of money you want to voluntarily donate to us. We, we do not require it. It is just to help us out. It helps us helps pay for, uh, hosting, uh, or eventual hosting, uh, gear, uh, and and it'll help pay for future merchandise that we can do. Um, and it's just, it's good to help out. But like I said, you don't have to do it. It's completely voluntary. Uh, it just helps us out. So if you want to, or you can donate, uh, to the journey into comics, um, Patreon, $1 gets you early access to every episode as soon as they're ready. $3 gets you that plus some bonus content. So head on over to patreon.com slash journey into comics and you'll get, you can pledge, pledge some money to us. And, uh, but if that is all, that is all. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. We'll be back next week. I've been Dick and please make every day a big dick day. Bye guys. Yeah.